0: what is going on everyone good morning happy tuesday i hope your monday went well i hope you won all of your bets i didn't i want zero and one uh but that's why we've got a new day today um, to win all our bets i'm here with my boy sarge as usual uh, a little bit later than usual but we're ready to get after it we'll do the recap yesterday hornets Impressive sweep the bucks at home. I know it was at home. I know they didn't have Drew, but that is a hard task to do. They did it. Respect. We'll take our L. We'll move on. Didn't uh I watched that game. I watched some Rockets Sixers. I watched some Cavs Kings. Um what about you, bro? How'd you spend your Monday? Same thing.
1: I watched I watched Sixers Rockets and then I went into Cavs Kings. Honestly, pretty pretty ugly games. Uh I got you to watch from watching Sixers Rockets. Sixers Rockets was fine. I got to watch, you know, KPG. turnover turnover prone Rockets play no defense, and then I got to watch Alex Len take fifteen shots and go two for fifteen from the field. Dude, Jared Allen had him in jail. I know. I, <laughs> that's if you have fantasy players against against the Cleveland Cavaliers bigs, you just you're not
0: in a good shape. Unless they're Nikola Jokic or Joel Embiid, yes, or Giannis. But, yeah. Or, or bear. Or, or Rudy, because Rudy just gets 20 rebounds and 15 points and blocks three shots no matter what. Um, but, yeah, kind of an ugly day. It's not really that much prettier today, but um, we'll see what we got. We'll see what we got. Let's start with the first game of the day. Oklahoma City Thunder, my favorite team in the league, heading out to the nation's capital, nine-point dogs. Um, you saw a good old Oklahoma City Thunder. They were just thundering it up last game against the Nuggets. They come out, get absolutely railed in the first half, down like 25 at a certain point, come back, actually take the lead, uh, leading with like four minutes left, then the Nuggets come back and win. They cover. I like them again today. I really do. I don't know if I'm going to hit them, but they are kings of losing by eight points, you know, nine points, seven points. Um, And I I could easily see a seven, eight-point loss here, nine-point loss here today. I'd like nine and a half. I think I'd throw if I got nine and a half. But as long as SGA is playing, that's enough offense with Lou Dort. Um, And then they just play really good. They play together and hard on the defensive end, even if they do give up some shots. The Wizards are one of those teams that are, like, so mad at me. You know, like, they're not terrible, but they're not really even above average in my mind, even though they do have all-star Bradley Beal. Um, For me, I lean Thunder don't know if i'm playing it what about you bro
1: yeah the wizards are a team that plays up and down to their competition like when they play a really good team they hang and, and you know they battle and then when they play a bad team they just kind of lazadaisically play to their competition like yeah. they lost to the rockets um they hung with the bulls and then the magic almost beat them that, that game was really really tight up until the very end um they hit some big shots in one by two but that, oh that was the last game yeah uh, that was Sunday, so they've had a couple of days off. But, oh, yeah, no. Wizards kind of play to their competition. So, if I had to choose a side here, it definitely be Oklahoma City.
0: Uh, but, yeah. Wow. I still – what? You like the Thunder, bro.
1: Yeah. I like the Thunder. And, the Washington. like, Washington has gone from a team that you don't want to bet against. Like, at the beginning of the year, I didn't want to bet against the Wizards against anyone just because they were hot. They looked like they were going to be a, a playoff team for sure. And now at this point, you know, I kind of think you can target them against bad teams, like a a team like OKC, who's on paper, they're bad. Their record's bad, but they compete and they play hard and they play defense. So if you're going to give them nine, nine and a half points, sure, I'll go with OKC against a team that plays down to their competition. I don't really have confidence in the Wizards. And uh,
0: I I just think OKC is a lot better than than they are on paper. Yep, Uh, I am exactly with you. I'd like nine and a half, though. Uh, But I I don't think that the Thunder loses by double digits the majority of the time. All right, next game, Suns and the Raptors. Suns, four-point favorites in Toronto. I like the Raptors here today. Uh, Sneakily, just playing really good basketball. They don't have an all-star this year uh, because Fred VanVleet doesn't really deserve it. But um, they have won six in a row, you know. Um, The Jazz, although that was against the shitty Jazz, the Bucks, although that was without Giannis, the Spurs, the Knicks, the Pelicans. I, I just think that you're getting a hot team at home, catching four, implies about seven, and the Suns aren't like this, you know, unbeatable powerhouse. I mean, they just lost at home to the Heat without Jimmy Butler and Bam, and you look before that, they did get three almost blowout wins, but against the Pelicans, Clippers and Hornets right before that they lost to Boston they lost to the Grizzlies at home they lost to the Warriors at home uh without Jordan Poole and Wiggins I I just this Suns team is obviously good but I don't think it's the this crazy unbeatable scary team right now um and I'd rather take the extra points with the Raptors at home yeah I I, I,
1: it's tough man because the Phoenix team, too, I feel like I've been, like, I, I really like their side, especially last game um, against – got to pull up who they played. But uh, last game against the Heat, I think you and I both – you like the Heat. I liked the Suns in that game at home against the Jimmy butler list and Bam-less uh, Heat team, and Heat just smacked them in Phoenix. So, the whole game. Yep, the whole game, um, which was weird because the, the Suns had come off three – Blowout wins, and I was like, they're looking good. And then the heat come into town and smack them up, so they have to travel all the way to Toronto, it's not an easy travel. So, you know, I get get,
0: passports out, yeah, like
1: you got to get your passports out, you got to get your vaccine card out, you got to get everything out. Um, but it's tough. You got Gary Trent Jr. and uh Scotty Barnes still questionable for this game, um, and it does matter, Scotty, especially for me. So, I guess uh, Gary matters to me more. Really, yeah. No, I, I think Scotty. No, no. I think it's Scotty. Not really close
0: for me, but wow, Gary, Gary, Gary's great, bro. Yeah, Gary's a great you shooter. I just actually, love what you liked Gary before even I did.
1: Yeah, I loved Gary in in, in Portland. I still love Gary. I just think Scotty Barnes, what he brings on defense in his playmaking, is just huge for that team. Um, Guess but, how many steals a game Gary's averaging this year? I think it's one point eight or something, right? I don't know. I just know it's a lot. Yeah, I know it's a lot, too. He's been a savage. And he's that's one of the things that's been underrated with Gary is he's a hell of a defender, and he gets up in people. Like, he'll he'll get up in Devin for this game, pick him up at half court, and just bother shit out of him. So, yeah, two big pieces still. But nevertheless, like, I, I can, I can 1. see can see Gary. But uh, if it's this short of a, of a spread at four, I know Toronto's been playing well, but I think you need Gary Trent and, and Scotty Barnes to get in there before I can hit.
0: Yeah, uh, the that's Raptors. fair. And you should have enough time, honestly. Uh, once it breaks, boom, hit it. Um, I like the Raptors here for sure today. I think that, again, I think the very the most likely scenario is a Suns really close win or Raptors really close win. So I'll go ahead and take the four. All right, let's move out to Memphis. The Warriors are heading in as two-point favorites here today. Um, I'm not really sure how to feel about this one. I honestly think I'd lean Grizz um i mean me you and i talked about it just the other day like the grizzlies are like 19 and 4 in their last you know 20, 23 23 24 games um and that's not a that's not a coincidence you know as some of those games have been without jaw some of those games have been without dylan brooks some of those games have been without stephen adams uh or melton and they just keep plugging away um they're this year i think they're they're one and one against us um they definitely get up and play the Warriors really tough. Um, no DB is going to be huge because I don't know exactly who they'll put on Steph. Steph's something anyways. But um, I, I just really do think Draymond is a bigger deal than people realize. And it's not just on the defensive side of the ball. It's offensively. I know we we scraped the calves. Um, but like you can just see the flow offensively is not quite what it is because it's usually Dre just direct directing traffic and he will make the right read now it's it's a little different the offense is not it doesn't flow as much um and Memphis is a really really good team so I'm gonna stay away from this and I honestly you know I I love my Warriors but I I I honestly think I'd lean Memphis today getting to hopefully get two and a half I think this will be a close game but I know Memphis will be ready to go and they've just proven time after time after time I, I they might be the most profitable team honestly this year against the spread because they just no matter who's in, no matter who's out, no matter who's coaching, home away, they show up. But you know, they had their little slow, slowish start, you know, 10, 12 games in. But since then, just been nice, no matter what the situation is. So uh, I actually like Memphis grabbing some extra points here at, at home without the Warriors, you know, first second most impactful play.
1: Yeah, I you just can't bet against the Memphis Grizzlies right now. They're just they're too good. And yeah. You saw it last game against the Lakers. Like I think the Lakers were f- were they for hot coming into that game? And they were favored, I
0: think, by two points. Four. I, I had Grizzlies plus four and a half. Was it plus four and a half? So oh, once once John and them got ruled in it, it closed out like three and a half, but still.
1: Yeah, that's just too big of a number. And they ended up smacking us by 25. And Warriors are a much better team than we are for. I mean, obviously, but I just think that the point here is you don't bet against the Memphis Grizzlies right now, um, even if it's a team like the Warriors. They're they're missing Dre. I think if they have Dre, like you said, it's a, it's a different story. But still, even if they had Dre, like depending on what the spread is, unless a team's on a, a really really good spot and just everything points to like them winning the game, like the Celtics the other day, I just don't think you can bet against the Memphis Grizzlies. Like you said. It's, it's Dylan Brooks out, it's Zaire Williams in, and somehow Zaire Williams figures it out. Like, yeah. It's just – Exactly. It's wild. And they got DeAnthony Melton off the bench, who was unbelievable last game against the Lakers. So, for me, just not betting against the Memphis Grizzlies right now. I, but that being said, I don't think I would take the Grizzlies either in this spot. Uh, I just It's just a full stay away.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you, bro. The Grizzlies just don't give a fuck. I love them. They just play. They go at you. They don't care who you are. Desmond Bain will go shoot. Dude, Jaron Jackson has been Darren Jackson, an absolute savage. Right? And, and by the way, like, I think we need to take a second. That jaw block might be the single most incredible play I've ever seen on a basketball court, dude. Like, when you slow it down, the guy full-on leaps like Eight feet in the air and essentially catches the Avery Bradley layup. Like that is the most. And I was sitting there watching it over and over last night. Like it's just incredible. And this it just goes to show you this Grizzlies team just doesn't care. They have a million different guys who all know their role. And I know DB's out. I think Stevie's still probably out, but don't care. Um It should be a, this should be a really fun game.
1: Real quick, would you rather have Jaren Jackson or DeAndre Ayton for the next? 10 years. Aiden. It's getting so close for me. It's really hard, but I think I'd slightly go Aiden right now. I go Aiden. Just,
0: just a little bit more consistent and less injury prone in my eyes. Um, although this year, you know, you could say whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'll go Aiden. <clears throat> All right. Last three games. We got the Timberwolves heading into – New Orleans as three and a half point favorites. I think that's a pretty, uh, a pretty sharp number. Um, Pelicans are, again, like I've said many times, not as bad as you would think. Um, they just beat the Warriors. I know they, that was without Seth and Dre, but um, battled with a hot Toronto team. Um, JV, Brandon Ingram, Neil Alexander-Walker. Herb Jones, Devontae Graham. I think this line is fair, though. Timberwolves are heating up. I I think this is just a sharp line, bro. I'm, I'm going to completely stay away from this. Yeah, I wish – this is a line that I wish was at,
1: like, one and a half, two, so I can take the T-wolves. Um, but now that it's at three and a half, that's just an extremely sharp line, in my opinion. Like, full stay away again for me. Um, I, I, I can give you reasons for, for both sides, uh, honestly. So – it's just a stay away. If Pat Beverly is in, I don't really know how much that makes uh, in terms of a difference for me. Um, What'd you say? I think he's probable. Oh, is he probable either way? I just, it's a really sharp line and and I don't really think, I think if anything, you take the hot team and you take the T Wolves, but for me, just stay away. Um, Honestly, it could be a really fun game to watch. Like, Everyone's no, healthy sure. on New Orleans outside of Zion, and everyone's healthy on Minnesota. So I think it's a competitive
0: game in, yeah. in New Orleans. Should be a really fun game. Actually, the more the more we're going through these, I think a lot of these will be pretty damn fun. Uh, Minnesota's on an absolute heater, by the way. Like
1: I know ever since they lost to the Lakers, they have looked really good. They blew out the Clippers. They beat the Thunder by eight, blew out the Thunder, blew out the Rockets. <laughs> I mean, not very good teams, but yeah. they look really, really good in those games. I don't know if you watched them. They did look really good.
0: No, they did. They definitely did. Uh, although at home against OKC, I was I had the Thunder there. Wolves are dicking around a little bit, but they they definitely handled business their last two games and and you know did what they had to do. I'm gonna stay away from this one though. Um, all right, last couple games we're gonna head out to what should be another close game with the Clippers and the Nuggies. Nuggies three point underdogs, um, and I I couldn't fucking tell you what's going on with the Nuggies, man. Like they. They look really good. They look really shit. They look really good. They look really shit. Um, they they were up twenty five at half and only ended up winning uh, by four against the Thunder. They were actually losing with under five minutes to go. You just never really know. The Clippers are. I had them last game, but they're not great right now. You know they're really well coached, but they just struggle to create consistent offense. Um, they need Reggie Jackson to be Reggie Jordan. He hasn't really been that. Other than that, it's you know post fadeaways for marcus morris um which he can hit he's low-key a bucket but like you know as uh, over the course of 48 minutes there's usually stretches where they struggle to score um denver when they're locked in are pretty damn good because you know it's Nikola Jokic, and, and he's going to generally get you a good look almost every time down. Uh, but we've talked about it a million times. Around him, it's pretty damn bare. And now they're without Will Barton as well. So six points, I think. Uh, I'd almost damn near lean the Clippers here today, but I'm not going to bet it. Um, I just think Will Barton is a really, really huge part of of this Denver Nuggets team, you know, with the way they're constructed right now. And so losing him really, really hurts. Uh, I think this probably ends up a close very, very close win for the Nuggets, um, where I could see it literally coming down to the last possession. So I'm, I'm staying away from this. What's your read on this one? Yeah,
1: I think I like the Clippers here, uh, quite honestly. I, I mean, last game, too, against OKC, if Austin Rivers doesn't just go nuts, nut and bang every shot he takes, it's a, it's a bit of a different game. They only won by four with with Austin Rivers going bonkers. And now you have no Will Barton. It's going to be tough for them to score. It really is. I I know they have Jokic, but who's he going to be passing the ball to, you know? So um, I do lean Clippers here at home. Um, They're getting three points. Amir Coffey's been good. Marcus Morris is good. Batum's been really good, like we talked about. Uh, But it's just – Clippers are really tough because there's games where they look really damn good um, and and really well-coached, and there's other games where they just – They fall apart because they don't have a playmaker when Reggie Jackson's not doing anything. So, uh, really tough game to try to cap. But I think I
0: I, I lean Clippers at home, getting three three points. Yeah, uh, I'm with you again. Will Barton, big, big, big piece around this team. And and you look that you know the the Nuggets were off a brutal couple L's when these two teams matched up. You know, like uh, they were. I was in like Belgium, you know, so it was like two or so weeks ago, and they had. Barton in that game and the clippers almost pulled it out I think the, the nuggets won a really close one now it's without Barton you know and, and the nuggets are off a win so uh, I like the clippers I'd hope this could get to like three and a half four and then I like it a little bit more but uh, I'm with you all right big uh, opportunity for Zeke Naji my guy not even capping I think he plays yeah. 22 to 24 minutes I I am hoping that he turns into I, I've been reading articles about him he's a very hard worker loves the piano um i honestly think he'll, he'll eventually be good I, I don't know about this year but anyways let's get to the last game it is a right in game uh the detroit pistons 13 and a half point underdogs um in chicago it, it, The pistons are it just impossible to cap right now because they're either terrible like just so terrible or they're like surprisingly competent Um, let's just go through their month of January. They beat the Spurs at home. They beat the Bucks on the road Then they get 30 piece by the Hornets 30 piece by the Grizzlies. Then they beat the magic at home and beat the jazz at home. So you're not getting, you know, like a lot of times with these teams, you can kind of have an idea of, you know, baseline where they are, but this team's either really solid or really ass. And it's generally you're gonna to have to look at the spot to see what version you're gonna get. The spot points to them being very ass. It's a back-to-back and they're off a win. So maybe there's a little bit of a letdown there, but you know, overall I got zero clue what, what version of this team is gonna show up. Um, Chicago's still on this win streak, you know. Oh no, they just lost, sorry, to the map so they should be ready to go. Uh, but 13 is fucking massive uh, of a number. So yeah, 13 and a half on draft teams too. It just it, it's
1: it's the trials and tribulations of a rebuilding team that has an efficient star, right? Like w- with Cade Cunningham. There's nights where like last night or do tw- did they play two nights ago? I think no, they played last night. Yeah, last Deep night. Ajax. Where Cade went he re- played really well. I think he had 28 real points and was semi-efficient from the field. Sadiq and when- played and Sadiq, really yeah. Well. Sadiq was like 10 for 14, I believe, too. I don't know. Yeah. He was though, but- 10 of 14, 5, 7 from 3, 29 points. You know, yeah. And when but you, you don't get those- know what
0: version you're getting.
1: Exactly. When you get that that performance from those two guys, they're going to cover a 13 and a half point spread. Yeah. There have been plenty of games this year where you have a two for 12 from Kill, or from uh, Cade Cunningham and you have, you know, oh, a six for 18 or Killian in. Hayes. Exactly. Or Killian Hayes. So it's now nah, just to stay away here, especially bulls coming off a loss. Like, even I think if you're going to take a side here with the Bulls coming off the loss, I, I think you take the Bulls with the
0: points at home. No. But I, I just uh, I would not feel comfortable. Pass. Yeah, I, I I get you. You know, you just go with the known commodity, but you did it. If we did it, last night, we liked the jazz, you know, minus whatever it was, nine, ten. And they go, dude, they game were, game. that's
1: the most, that was frustrating too, because they were up by like 10, 15 points. Oh, they at came one point in ready
0: to go. Yeah. And
1: then just fall apart in the second half. Like, yeah, brutal. I didn't watch that game, but I just, I was following it. And I, you just saw the, them edging closer and closer and yeah.
0: closer. And then they pulled off a win. When I it went was into practice, the, the jazz were dominating. I come out and, and, and the Pistons are winning.
1: Did you see that Hassan Whiteside play where he threw, he got a rebound threw the ball away. Kept saying my bad under the basket.
0: That's the most Hassan white side play ever. I've been a big hater of Hassan for a really long time. He's just a dummy who chases blocks and he's got a great physical tools, but he's just an idiot. So he can't really utilize them. Um, If he's right under the basket. All right, cool. But other than that, dude i would pull my hair out if i was coaching and, him.
1: and that's why they went small with trey lyles because if you spread out hassan Whiteside, it's bad it's really <laughs> bad if he has to come He's guard borderline
0: him. useless if you if you have a stretch five yeah. and, and that's a problem like like sorry stew lovers like I, nah, i'm not gonna use this podcast to shit on stew but like floor spacing as a five is kind of nice Is all i'm gonna say <laughs>
1: And like too with with guys like Stu who's six eight as a center, you can't protect. I don't care how high you, it's really hard to protect the rim at six eight. Like you see it with a Bam, guy like Bam and Dre are the only ones. Bam and Dre, and then there you know you got guys like six eight that are hustle guys that are like Montrez Harrell where you're undersized but you just hustle the shit. But you can't block shots. Doesn't matter how big you are, how high, how you can jump. It's just it's tough protecting the rim the NBA. So when you have a guy like Stu who can't, he's just not big enough and he's too young. Spreading the floor at that point is just. He tries to spread the floor. It doesn't work. He was shooting eight percent from three a couple weeks ago.
0: It's still pretty, pretty sure it's still but 8%. I I think
1: bulls what did they lose by 15 or 20 against the mavs? I think they got handled pretty easily in Dallas. I don't know if it was 15, but it yeah, they they definitely lost. Oh uh, 113, 99. 14. 14, yeah. Um, I, I just think you take the, the bulls if you're gonna choose a side because Pistons came off they they look good last night they're due for regression and I think the Bulls come out ready to win got
0: gotcha. you I don't but feel it is a lot of points yeah I don't feel as comfortable 13 and a half is just a stupidly high number yeah um so I don't feel comfortable personally but I, I get you it's a good spot for the Bulls like they're gonna win like if you need a lock go ahead and hit the bulls with minus 1020 <laughs> It's ridiculous. 1200 mine's 1020 all oh, value. But at twenty dollars on the Bulls to win hundred, that's just not. That's not. <laughs> um, all right, we'll recap this thing. I like the Raptors at home. I like the Thunder on the road, and I like the Clippers plus three. I think it's a little bit of a step down from those other ones for me. Uh, what about you?
1: Yeah, I like OKC at, even at nine. I think it's just too many points. Um, Washington plays down to their competition, like I said. I like Toronto, but those two pieces are very important for me. Um, and, and so, sure. make sure those guys are in. And if the line moves
0: enough, I, I probably wouldn't hit it. So um, let's say let's say this: Gary's out, Scotty's in. The line's at five. Are you hitting the Raptors still? No. Wow. So you do need Gary for you as well. Well, yeah,
1: but it, it's the same thing. Let's say Gary's in and Scotty's out. I'm just, I'm not hitting five. All right, what either. if it's six? Yes. I'd hit six. But if it's five and a half.
0: It's really, really tight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the Raptors today, honestly. Even like, even if those two guys get ruled out, I think it moves to like six and a half, seven, and then yeah. I'll just take it then. Um, but if they get ruled in, yeah, smack it up now. I, I they're, they're playing good basketball. I do think the Suns can definitely win this, but you know, by six five, that's a whole other story. Um, all right. That about does it. Right, good luck with all your bets today, um, Sarge. And I should be back tomorrow, barring something crazy. Um, and we look, we look forward to talking yeah. to you guys soon.
1: One more thing, maybe look at DeAndre Ayton points props tonight. I think that could be good kind. Look. Of, I think that could be kind of interesting. Uh, Toronto gets eaten alive by bigs, <laughs> especially uh, when Pascal plays center. So if you get some nice value on a on DeAndre Ayton points prop, I think that's actually pretty interesting. Now that I look at it,
0: good looks from Sarge. Let me see if. Off the top of my head, I can think of any props. Morris points has been pretty damn profitable. Uh, he didn't hit it last game, so makes me like it even more. They go to him a ton. The only thing is, you know, the Clippers really don't have much offense. So if Morris gets going early, a lot of times you see them double off those post uh, backdowns that, that they go to a lot. But if it's, you know, 17 and a half, 18 and a half, I'll do like that. Um, One more it, could um, be a mere coffee points prop. Sounds
1: odd, but... Ty Lue praised him after the game, said that he deserves a new contract and they're going to give him a new contract soon. Played almost 40 minutes, if I remember correctly, last game. Dude, he made didn't... every shot. I was complimenting him and you were getting furious. Well, yeah, because I was playing against him in fantasy and it was not fun. But I think you can look at his point, uh, prop because outside of Marcus Morris and Reggie Jackson, there's no one to score the basketball. He's going to get opportunities. If, he, if you get
0: like an eight-and-a-half-point prop or somewhere Dude, but, around there. You know what, Sarge? Let me just tell you what it is. What is it? But right now, I need you to tell me, what would you make it? Again, we're not professional landmakers, makers, but, you know, like, uh, you don't want to finally hit these. Around numbers. 11, I'd make it 10 and a half, probably. 10 and a half. So, eight and a half. you like it. All right, bro, let me pull it up. Again, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they don't have it. for Especially like,
1: with a guy like him. But I'm just like saying, him. because, like, sometimes these guys, like Amir coffee they don't know where to put the prop so
0: so he is on here <laughs> it's 10 and a half
1: is it actually that sorry was a good it. guess, but no I mean,
0: sorry 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 nine and a
1: half i like that okay but that that's is that's also to the point where it's a little sketchy yeah.
0: i'll tell you another guy that i've been loving points props uh aaron wiggins his is also nine and a half he has hit double-digit points in, I believe, like 11 straight games. Um, Although last game he didn't start, I think it was because they wanted to go big. They started like favors and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Uh, Still got to 10 points, but it was a lot more sketchy because he only played like 19 minutes. Uh, But they're playing Washington today where the, you know, the four is Kyle Kuzma. So uh, very easily could see him starting again today. If he does, again, he's gone over nine and a half, almost 10 straight times. So, uh there you go you got Amir Coffee Bean, Aaron Wiggins, go ahead and hit their props. Uh, what was Deandre Ayton's prop at? Real quick. Did you- I need you And first again? Same thing, need you to tell me what it would need to be. We need to take out all by I'm going to guess it's, oh, I'm going to guess his to points is at 16 and a half.
1: That would be my guess. 15 and a half.
0: I like that. I do like that. All right. There you go, the Sarge Caleb prop specials. DeAndre Aiden, Amir, Coffee Bean, Aaron Wiggins. Guarantee you you—we're the only podcast in the world today that recommended those three props. Uh, good luck with whatever you bet today. Hopefully we will back, be back tomorrow with smiles on our faces and winners. Sarge, enjoy watching Pascal Siakam tonight, uh, and we will talk soon, guys. Peace. Peace.